Hi, everybody. This is MG. And I'm Elizabeth Pudwell, and together we are... Sober Sisters Talk. Welcome. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. We're so glad you listened to us. Um, I think you'd be shocked sometimes if you heard us right before we started. <laughs> Progress, but not perfection. Today... Say. So we're still in this coronavirus um, stay-at-home order. Nobody's touching each other, social distancing, the financial economy of all major metropolitan cities is going into the toilet. (laughs) And here we are. But um, MG and I today, we're going to talk about bottom lines, how you set bottom lines, what are bottom lines, what are top line, the tools that you can use, and lastly, how bottom lines change. Because bottom line behaviors are, so when I first came in, you know, my bottom line behaviors were to like, not, con- not you know, don't have contact with him, you know? And I worked with my qualifier. You lived with yours. <laughs> Bad mistake. Don't live with a qualifier. I'm telling you. Or- don't work with them either. It's bad. It's negatory. No. Well, <laughs> just right there. Start right there. Just don't right there. do that ever. It will make your life so much easier. And uh, and and I want to jump in, Elizabeth. And I can remember that, you know, you were telling me about you working with your qualifier, and a lot of women in the program encouraged you to quit your job, and you didn't. You said, no, this is a great job. I love my job. I'm not going to quit my job. And it made it so much more difficult for you. And because of that experience that you had with that, your withdrawal I makeup was longer, that it was more difficult. Would you concur? I, do, I think it was drawn out, definitely. Because he had, um, you know, even when I had made a decision to extricate myself from the relationship he still had access to me and even if it was you know I had to really figure out how to cut the access off you know and I will tell you like I I'm really feel blessed though now because I learned so much from it because it wasn't the seeing him it was what I was doing inside my head yeah it was the thoughts about yes. him about like when he would come to me so the way that I figured it out is my 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 girlfriend at work, she used to tell me, like, Elizabeth, you look like a um, deer in the headlights when he's standing there talking to you. And I always was just like, oh, isn't that so funny? And when I really, really wanted to extricate myself from the relationship, that, her phrase kept coming up to me. And I was like, what is it? What, what causes that? And became really really aware that it was he's standing there and I'm thinking oh my god I want to bite on his bottom lip or I hope he touches me or how can I make him touch me how can I make him like all of those thoughts he could feel and, and, you, and you were objectifying him and you oh, were yeah, like you yeah, know yeah, yeah. totally uh like you know it wasn't him as a human being. It was like his body and what he could do. No, we him. all, we both did that. Yeah. We were both addicted to each other. We both did that. Yeah, that was. And so I had, what I learned is when he came to the desk, I had to get up and walk away. And that was one of my bottom lines. 
he comes around, you move yourself. Because I could not let him get in my head. Sure. I couldn't I could not do those thoughts about him. Yeah. So thinking about him became a bottom line behavior. Yeah. In the and then like over time when I'm working with a sponsor and all of this stuff, it's like you know, no unavailable men, you know, no sex until this or this or that, or, you know, they're kind of like more like rules rather than what are my bottom line behaviors. Yeah. Well, there's a great pamphlet out there, and on Shanda's Tuesday night literature meeting, we uh, went over the pamphlet, and so there's a great pamphlet. So listeners out there, go to, you know, the Slaw Fellowship, Slaw FWS, and get that pamphlet on bottom lines because it's so instructive. And I remember that when I worked with you to set my bottom lines, it was very uh, broad. So, for example, my dealio was I like to do internet stalking. And I tell this story in my last qualifier that uh, the first thing I would do when I would go to work was I would check his Facebook page. Now, we were Facebook friends, and I went on and I had created at work, so I'm stealing from work. Right, I'm stealing time and energy from work. But I would go and I had this whole Excel spreadsheet with all the his friends. And, you know, I was starting to put like little pictures of all his friends. So every day I would go in and I would see how many friends he had. And if he had a new friend, who was that new friend? And I would look wow. at it and it would be like, uh, so, you know, stalk internet stalking was what you what we came up with and and you just said just make it stalking you don't have to say <laughs> you don't have you to say it. qualify it right. I don't stalk i just internet stalk yeah not <laughs> hurting anybody like you don't know stalking. it's not the same it's yeah. not like you know parking out in front of this house but here's where here's when i knew that you were right because at the end of it because he was such a player and that was fine that was you know the way he wanted to live and I was, like, shopping online for GPS tracking devices so that I could put it on his car to see where he was going. Like, that was, like, the how crazy it was getting in my head. So, you know, so no stalking, number one. And Snooping is another one. No snooping. Yeah. You cannot pick up his phone. You cannot go through his phone. You cannot look at it. You're not, no. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nuh-uh. Yeah. yeah. That's a no-no. So there, in the pamphlet, and it's very clear, the, I love the pamphlet because it says, and you might need some help with a sponsor. I would highly recommend you do have a sponsor to work with because like the stocking example, a sponsor can help you, like as you guys work through your, your steps and the sponsor hears your story, can help you recognize the patterns, the things that you're doing that are... Um, that, that aren't meaningful to you. They're a fucking waste of time and energy. And that's like the same thing as me sitting there like, you know, gawking at and wondering like, when's he gonna ask me to come over? When's he gonna, you know, whatever. So, okay. So the the, the pamphlet has, um, it uses the three circles. So there's a, a, a circle inside and then a middle circle and an outer circle. And in the middle circle, and you use this two ways. In the middle circle, you put your bottom line behaviors. And these are things like no stalking, no snooping, no sex with somebody until I'm in a committed relationship, 
No texting, no... Fantasy. You know, For me, no fantasy. Fantasy is a big one. Fantasy is a big one. No, you know, and um, I had to, like, you know, really work on that stuff with me. Um, so those are things that are, like, that lead you directly to the acting out behavior, the things that you don't want to do. And then there's the middle circle, which is things that lead you either into the middle circle or you can choose to go to the outer circle. So the middle circle would be things like, um, like languishing in thought about him. Um, for me, it was being on Facebook at all. I had to, I had to be off Facebook at all for a while. And for me, mine was, um, like certain radio stations and certain kind of music reading. I would read articles about the college where he went to school because I wanted to be prepared to talk about it. Middle behavior. Yeah. Take that away. Talking about him. Yes. Talking about him. Like going on and on and on. I remember when I started doing therapy with Iris and I would start talking, you know what he did? And she would listen to like two sentences and then she would like stop me and she would do, uh uh-huh, with her hand. She would go, let's go there. Very sweetly and very, but after a while I knew it was like, all right, shut up about the dude and let's go look at you. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. That's a winner. Yes, exactly. No talking about him. Um, you know, for me, it would be like going looking for him, stalking, but stalking the Chronicle, you know, stalking work so I could find him, you know, finding out where he was. Another thing that I did, and this is a really um, good example of why you need a sponsor, because I memorized his license plate. So I, because he drove a green Ford Explorer and there was a ton of green Ford Explorers all over the city of Houston, but there was also a ton of green Ford Explorers just in my parking garage. And I wanted to know where he was parked. So I memorized his license plate. But the thing is, is that what I found myself doing is later on, after I'd already like gone through withdrawal and I was on the other side of it, guess what I'm still doing? Yeah. Every green Ford Explorer that goes by, I was good at the license plate. Yeah. I was good at the license plate. I I was like, motherfucker, I have to make that a bottom line behavior. Yeah. No yeah. more looking at license plates. Yeah. For me, I can't look at these men that jog without a shirt on. That is so <laughs> triggering to me. And there's a lot of them in Houston. You stay off Memorial then. Oh my God. You know, because that addict wants to gape and like, ooh, what's going on over there? Hong Kong. Hey, honey. You know, it's a goddamn nightmare. One of the things that I had to set as a bottom line at the beginning was like no euphoric recall. That's like part of the fantasy piece of it. You know, there was two pieces of fantasy. Me fantasizing about, oh, how could I get them? What do I need to do? Like, you know... And then doing, I could do the scheming. That's called scheming. Scheming. I was no scheming. Yeah. And then the other thing would be euphoric recall. And I remember when I was working on my fourth step that I remembered that as a young girl and probably up into my twenties, after I would have a liaison with someone, I would go home and I would journal about it. And like, it was almost like my own self-published porn that I could go back to and, you know, have that euphoric recall. 
And when I realized that, I was like, oh my God. And that really helped me because I realized that that was something that I'd been doing since I was a young girl. And, And that's like, you know, like we talk about patterns and behaviors. That was a systemic pattern that I had going on. So it was so helpful. And, you know, today, I mean, I can be on Facebook, but, you know, if I see any pictures of my last qualifier, I shut it down. I'm like, I'm, I'm done. If I'm just like, just, you know, looking at stuff and not really intentful about it. Like sometimes see, I'll go that's in. that's a whole different, that's how, this is a really good example, MG, of how our bottom lines shift or change. Because that's not really a bottom line behavior for you on Facebook anymore. Right. And so you get to move that to more of a, a, you know, maybe a middle line behavior and just like, so that you watch it and, and you are aware. So and it's aware. the same thing with me and looking at, at the, um, at the uh, license plates, you know, I don't do it anymore. I don't have a habit of doing it anymore. So I, I, you know, I don't have to have that as a bottom line. And now my bottom line behaviors are different. You know, they're so, they're, I mean, I'm not worried about like having sex before. A, and I do want to encourage like right here, cause this is just one of my own personal pet peeves is to not make, when you're, when you make a bottom line, don't no sex with men for, 30 days when dating. If you create a number like that, that's not, no. All that's going to do is have you focused on the number. Shouldn't that be part of like the dating plan though? I mean. It should be, but I've heard, you know, bottom line. Yeah. So. Right. I just want to, we'll do a dating plan. um, Yeah. Yeah. Podcast maybe next week. But yeah, that's, I think that's really important to um, have, you know, have somebody that knows you really well to work through the initial part. And then, so after the middle circle, there's the outer circle. And the outer circle are actually what we call top-line behaviors. And these behaviors are things that that sort of prevent you. It's like they're, they, they keep you away from the middle. So these would be things like go to meetings, work with your sponsor, sponsor, be a sponsor. Do service work. Service work. Um, self-care, meditate, pray, um, exercise. Yes. Exercise. Get outside, walks, read, get your sleep, feed yourself really good, um, energy inside. So yeah. And, but you got to do those kinds of things. You have to be, um, intentional about it. Don't just, you know, I think that's one of the things like with program, that I love so much is if you are intentional about how how are you going to steer your behavior, you know? If you wake up today and go like, you know what, I want today, I want to be sober. And then after a while you wake up and you go like, you know what, today I want to I want to be a better version of myself. I want to be a highest version of myself. What can I do today where, you know, that's where I'm at now. That's what I do. I wake up and I go like, how can I be the highest version of me today? What could I accomplish? You know, kindness is like way up on the list, you know, and that's something that will go into that outer circle. And if I'm like me personally, if I am in a, like it right now, I could easily not be kind and go into a funk and be mean to everyone. Dude, I, I was like, I had to go to the post office to deliver something. And, there, you know, people are, like, driving, like, 
crazy. I mean, it was like this person was like in front of me, and then they slowed down, like just in the middle of the subdivision. They no no street, no turn. They just slowed down. They stopped in the middle of the road, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And they were just having a moment. And you know, it's like me. Oh, I gotta get to the post office. Blah blah blah. I'm running late, and I just stopped. And I was just like, let them go. Don't honk at them. Let them get their shit together. You know, what's going on? You know, give people a moment. And so I just was like, whether I make it to the post office in time or not is irrelevant. If if I like sabotage that with just a moment of unkindness. Your serenity and like being aligned with who you really are. That's, you know, we know, we know already when we're not in alignment with our our true selves and our what we deem as be as appropriate behavior, you know, and, and it isn't in the beginning. It is about being appropriate, you know. I mean, I I got up in the morning thinking about him. I dressed for him. I parked in the places I, you know, everything that I did was wrapped around trying to get attention from him. And now, you know, it's like I wake up and go like, how can I serve me? You know, if I start with me, how can I be this best version of me and then move from there? I'm in a much better place. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Much better day. Yes, for sure. So, you know, setting the bottom lines, I I just want to recap and review. And I'd love that you say, you know, work with a sponsor, because I think that is absolutely critical because, you know, you pointed out things that, you know, I needed to like focus and concentrate on and you know one of the things you told me that it's like you know you need to be able to rattle them off just like you have to have memorized memorized and like less than five is what I think you told me and and the reason why that we that I think that it's important to be where you can memorize them and rattle them off less than five whatever just as a guide, is so that you know if you're in a situation whether or not you're breaking that bottom line because that's your sobriety. So if, for me, it's like the fantasy, and, and I really, that was the hardest one for me because you told me, like, you can have a thought, and if you think about something for more than three seconds, you're getting into fantasy. And that was, like, such a great, uh, you know, guide for me to think, okay, I'm thinking about him and that was like thought control and like what I'm thinking about was the biggest aha for me in this program and it was all around that bottom line. What are you thinking about? Stop thinking about that guy. And I will tell you, you know, and I've used this analogy many times, if you are obsessed with somebody or something, um, you know, some behavior, then, um, you yeah stop doing it and stop the behavior but you have to have something to replace that you cannot just take something away nature abhors a vacuum and nature will fill that and so then you're leaving it to not you to what's going to go into that space yeah like you talk about the hole in the in the in the yard the hole in the front yard we can go out there right now my yard looks so beautiful right now by the way uh i love coming home on fridays it's been mowed so, yeah, we can go out there and we can dig a big hole and we can leave it. it we, you know, we can take out thinking about your qualifier, okay? Dig a big hole out there. And if you leave it, it'll rain, the, the wind will blow, you know, it, the water will come on. And stuff's going to roll into that hole and eventually it's going to be filled up. Probably not perfectly. It's not probably going to be all lumpy and bumpy. 
but it'll get filled up and it'll trash will be in there and all this crap. Or we can go out there and dig a big hole, get rid of the thinking about qualifier, and we put a plant there and put a rose bush there and we can fertilize it and water it and feed good things into it. So when I took away thinking about my qualifier, I had um, God keep me clean and sober. If I found myself going, oh, where is it? God, keep me clean and sober. God, keep me clean and sober. Something like yeah. a mantra, something yeah. easy, the yeah. same as like the the, the um, bottom line behaviors. Should be something easy, something you can memorize. I liked God, keep me clean and sober because it kind of had a rhythm. God, keep me clean and sober. God, keep me clean. You know, and I could just like da 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 over and over again till I, you know, till it was gone. I wasn't thinking about him and I noticed it. And then if I started again, I'd come back. God, keep me clean and sober. God. So yeah, you got, you have to remove, if it's, you know, walking by his desk or driving by his house, take that away. Yes. But drive by something else. Drive by something, drive by a church, drive by a meeting, drive by a neighborhood that you want, drive by a house that you'd like to buy. You know, something that keeps your mind in, in a much more productive space about what it is that you want and not that acting out behavior well i used i used you know women in recovery i would call them and i would you know just 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 the act of like calling them the hardest part was when i was in traffic and i would just you know and it was like just look at that car in front of you look at their license plate like look at look at look at that tree i mean it was like it was like i had to redirect my mind like immediately and it you know my mind it was like that rut of thinking was my mind was in that rut and to pull myself out of the rut took such vigilance because it was like my mind wanted to fall back into that rut so I mean listeners we get it we know how hard it is we're not saying this is an easy thing but it is simple and you know stop thinking about the guy and I listen to a lot of Joyce Meyer I mean some people find her a little bit too too much but she's all about like what you're thinking And so I would listen to her and, you know, get her instruction and I would read literature. Podcasts, podcasts are awesome. You know, you can put this podcast on your phone and listen to it over and over again. Um, Anything that keeps you out of your, out of that head. And I would suggest, you know, one of the things for me, Friday nights was a huge trigger for me because I would go home Friday from work and then sit around and wait for this mofo to call me, you know. And, um, all weekend, all weekend you're waiting all weekend. And so, um, what I did is I took over the girls gone wild and, um, we, I started planning stuff to do on Friday night. All of a sudden my Friday nights are full, you know, and I'm out with other women and we're like laughing and interacting and I'm having stuff at my house and where, and one of the movies I wanted to suggest, if you are in this space where you're like trying to figure out, like, am I thinking about him or what, how do I change that is to watch what the bleep It's so it's a quantum physics. It's about your head and how you think about, you know, the same thing over and over again and what happens and how you can change it. It's so, it's very meaningful. Be a great two hours for you to just invest in what the bleep. I'm sure you can find it on one of yeah. those movie channels, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, and I caught myself the other morning, actually had a dream about Mr. T last night, now that I remember it, and uh, and it was a strange dream, his sister shot him in the eye, I don't know, it was crazy, 
And, uh, you know, but usually like in the morning or going to bed at night, those are the two trigger times that I, you know, would lay in bed and usually like, you know, get into that fantasy. So what I had to do was, I mean, if I was in bed and I started doing it, I'd have to get up and go do something and, you know, like go and take a bath. I mean, I've gotten up and taken a bath. I've gotten up. And changed, you know, uh, sleepwear outfits. I, you know, whatever I need to do to get myself more comfortable so I can fall. Push-ups. Do some push-ups. Esther used to tell me to do push-ups. Yeah. Do ten push-ups and then see if you still feel like calling them. And if you do, do ten more. Yeah. So I could even make that better. Burpees. Do ten burpees. Oh. <laughs> you won't be able to breathe and and you'll be done thinking about them. I guarantee you. Right. 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 So. I have to say that it did get easier when I was vigilant and you know there comes a point where you realize oh my god I haven't thought about that guy in two weeks and then it's you know I haven't thought about that guy in six months I haven't thought about that guy in a year and you know when I talk about like you know my past relationships now it's usually in a teaching place when I talk to my sponsees about behavior I've done and so it's very intentional about you know me relating that story but for me like thinking about them except you know when I was saying when I asked you you know during the this pandemic did you think about your qualifier and you said no and I was like I did and I was so grateful so it's like my whole you know where I was then where I am now is like you know 180 degrees is completely opposite right. on the other end Right. And uh, and so it's so important to, like we said, work with a sponsor, to be very clear about what it is, get them memorized. And know that, you know, if you start thinking about him, that's not a fucking sign. That's not a sign that you need to call him or text him. or And, you, and another thing, you don't need closure. Closure, <laughs> closure is, a des- is a desire to act out. You don't need closure. You need to just, you know, stop. Call a woman, get to a meeting, do burpees, do something else rather than follow closure. It's just another, you know, racket we run in our head to get us Oh, well, I just really think I need closure. No, no, you don't. You don't need closure. Let me tell you something. You don't need that. Well, thank you so much, Elizabeth. This has been a great topic. I really do appreciate you talking about it. I don't think we've ever covered it, so I'm so happy. And, and we're going to get ready to start our Zoom meeting, and I'll put information on that at the end of this podcast. Thank you, guys. So I wanted to reiterate, though, if you want that Bottom Line Behaviors pamphlet, you can go to the um, FWS SLAA website and, and order one. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you.